New Dimensions Radio has been making a difference on our planet since 1973, thanks to the generosity of our listeners. You too can help make a difference with a tax-deductible donation or membership. Please visit our website, newdimensions.org, and just click the Donate button. We at New Dimensions thank you for your support. Hello, I'm Justine Willis-Toms. Today, I'm hosting Dr. Roberto Tosado. He is the author of WTF, What the Food is Wrong with Our Health, A Rebel Physician's Manifesto for Reversing Disease and Increasing Smiles. Roberto, welcome to the New Dimensions Cafe. Thank you for having me, Justine. It's my pleasure. Throughout your work, you really are emphasizing another kind of health care. And this is the idea that we really can abandon our chronic diseases, that we really can cure them, that we really can live without them and without even the use of pharmaceutical drugs. So what is this miracle you're talking about? Well, the miracle is really an idea of thousands of years ago when Hippocrates said, let food be thy medicine. And it really resonates now, especially that we live in this world of processed foods, convenient foods, and disease has now become convenient. And while I was practicing traditional medicine, family practice, I just felt that despite being a good listener, being there for my patients, giving them the prescriptions, Over time, over the years, I never really sensed or felt that I was curing them. And I thought doctors cured people. And we may cure somebody after surgery, taking out an appendix that's infected, or if someone has a heart attack and and you give them the appropriate medications, sure, that particular moment. But now that we live in a society where obesity and diabetes and chronic pain and chronic fatigue have become the norm, All we are truly doing as doctors is prescribing medication for the rest of that patient's life. And that to me is not curing. Now to me, MD stands for managing disease. That's what we've become. And so what I've told my patients once I've transitioned myself and went through my transformation from a traditional doctor to a doctor that practiced regenerative medicine, in other words, nutrition, and helping people reverse disease through detoxification of the liver and focusing on day-to-day eating, I tell my patients, you have a choice here. You could either co-pay for your disease or you could invest in your health. And that's where we stand. So that when they ask me, but what about my insurance? And when I see my doctor to get my medication refills, I tell them, well, Now, what we're going to do is start helping you reverse your disease to diminish your medication until you no longer have to take it. And now you've embarked on investing in your health so that you no longer have to co-pay for your disease. And that's the point that I've come in my career. Well, I live in senior housing, so I'm really exposed to a lot of people that are taking a lot of medications. And what I notice with many of them, they're taking drugs to combat the reaction to drugs, they start talking about all of the drugs that they're taking, and I'm just like set back on my heels thinking about all that's in their medicine cabinet and what they're keeping track of, and and they're still complaining about not feeling well. 
And that's exactly right. It's because the medication isn't necessarily healing or reversing. It's only maintaining the disease in a stable enough fashion. But nonetheless, you're still deteriorating at a faster rate. And so you'll have naysayers that'll tell me, well, you're going to die anyway. So what's the point of being so healthy? And then, <laughs> well, this, so my rebuttal is, why not have a quality of life when you're in your 60s and your 70s and your 80s and above versus suffering with a litany of medication, polypharmacy, medical visits, medical bills, and not having a true life, your last 20, 30 years perhaps. And a great example are my parents. My mother is going to be 90 this year, no medications. She swims every day. She eats very wholesome foods with the occasional donut, her little glass of wine. She still drives. She reads a novel a week. Whereas my father passed away 12 years ago and he deteriorated into his death with all these medications. So that was a stark contrast for me. And as a doctor, I really try to present this to my patients. What is the quality of life that you want? All of us are gonna die. That's not the issue. But don't you wanna be smiling and strutting versus on a wheelchair or on a cane hurting every single day? I'd love for you to talk about the correlation between the brain and the gut. How do they correlate and what effect do they have on one another? Right. Over a century ago, uh, German doctors had this already in terms of the gut being the second brain. And what it is that we eat on a daily basis can determine how we feel at the brain level. Serotonin, which is the happy hormone, 80% of that hormone is produced in our gut. So with all these processed foods or foods that have all these toxins like pesticides and herbicides, hormones and antibiotics, glyphosate, what happens is that it destroys a lot of the good bacteria in our gut and it lets the bad bacteria or pathogens proliferate and grow. And there's this one study that was done with rats. Some were fed some lactobacilli, which is a probiotic, the other rats weren't, and they were thrown into these vats of water. The rats that were given this probiotic were very calm in the water. Rats are hydrophobic, but they were able to swim, whereas the rats that didn't have the probiotic in their gut panicked and started to drown, but they got saved. So the point of this experiment, which was done a few years ago, is to show that foods that help our gut heal with good bacteria will promote more positive thinking. And so it is thought that people who have depression have low serotonin production in their gut because of a lot of processed foods and sugar-based foods that disrupt the production of serotonin. And so when you help clean up your body with fruits, with vegetables, with wholesome foods versus all of these convenient processed foods, you can actually have a major impact in terms of your mood, your attitude, and for that reason, strength of mind. So would you recommend taking a probiotic capsule each day? Or Yes, and, I would. And, and how yeah. I recommend probiotics is you want to switch them about two to three times a year so that you get various populations of probiotics. And it should be in the billions when you read the labels of the probiotic because you need billions to outdo the trillions of negative cells that live in our gut. So it's a true balance that we're looking for with these probiotics. And when, when you look at the label, will it actually say billions? It'll say billions. It'll have it'll, that word. It'll actually have that word. Okay. All right. I've never noticed that. And people who have been on antibiotics for many viral infections unnecessarily 
have destroyed a lot of their good gut. Yeah. And so these people definitely need to be on probiotics so that they can help restore the good bacteria in their intestines. One of the words that you used early on in this conversation was the word strutting. Right. And I love that word because I live in this senior housing. What I notice is that many of my neighbors go around kind of bent over their walkers or bent over their canes or just bent over. And I try and remember to stand up straight and to walk straight. So what would you have to say about that? Well, what you described is how a lot of my patients look when they first come and meet me. They're coming down the hallway, they're kind of bent, they're slouched over, they look depressed. And so once I've infused this whole idea of hope that they can reverse their disease, and they go through the process, they're eating wholesome foods now, they're getting their hormones balanced, and they start to sit up more upright. And then now they're walking down the hallway almost with this strut of confidence. And I love seeing that physical transformation because your posture does tell you a lot about how you feel. And if we're slumped over, many times because our energy is so low. But when we've learned truly to put healing foods in our bodies and to feel balanced and energy once again, now your whole body is truly impacted and you're showing basically the world that this is how you feel. I know that you talk about mindset. That's really important. And I know in my community, if I'm sitting there with someone and they start to describe all their diseases, just the other day, somebody was going into all of this and, and she got to a certain point and I said, okay, enough. I don't want to talk about any more of your maladies or what you're going through. Let's change the subject now. I've had my fill. And I'm just cutting people off now because people can go on and on and on. You raise a critical point. So we have to detox our bodies, but we have to detox our minds and our spirit. Because ultimately, the way I wrote the book is in three sections. It's food for thought. How do we detox our thoughts? Food for the body. How do we put wholesome foods in our body that heal? And soul food, which is actually my favorite, because it's about how do we detox our spirits? And... Like I jokingly tell people, you could be a jerk and eat kale all day long, but you're still a jerk. So it's not just that you're eating kale. There's other components to it, and it's a balance. It truly is a balance. And so I tell people, when you go through detoxes for your body, what you're going to notice is you're going to detox negative people from your life. Because you might associate certain people with, oh, this is the person that I always go to the corner bar with. Well, maybe you're not drinking as much anymore. Or these are the people I get together with because we always go to this uh, fast food joint. Well, maybe that doesn't happen as much anymore. And so what happens is that you start surrounding yourself with people that support your health, your wellness. And so it's interesting you bring that up because growing up, I had an aunt who would say, I better take aspirin because I know I'm going to get a headache in two days. You're talking about <laughs> anticipating not feeling well. And there are people that just complain all the time and they're always unwell. So you're right. Health is truly in your mind. And there's a patient I, I bring up when I was at Kaiser who complained every week I saw her, literally every single week, it was her marriage. And I told her on a prescription pad, get a divorce now. And I handed her the prescription and she started laughing. And I said, but you know what? I actually do mean it because it's your marriage that's causing you to have all of these maladies and ailments. And any antacid would not have helped her stomach pain. It was looking at who is she around and who were the toxic people in her life making her sick. 
whatever it is that's making you angry, that's making you depressed, you have to look at your entire situation. And yes, obviously I talk a lot about food, but it's about the people around you. So I had to detox myself from family practice because I realized that that environment was making me feel miserable and ill and tired. So the toxicities could be your job, it could be your spouse, it could be a colleague, obviously it could be what you're eating, what you're drinking, what you're smoking. And the point is to understand that health is your responsibility. It is on you to make this choice. And that's why I do say health is a choice. So this is hard for people to hear though, but I thought you were gonna take care of me. Well, the point is I'm gonna help you, I'm gonna guide you, but ultimately it's your decision to make. So you're saying the magic pill is the choices we're making in our lives for health or for disease. Absolutely. That is it. And we have to make these choices on a day-to-day -day basis. But I present this in a balanced format so that people don't feel that they're in a program only eating grass or that they feel that they can only eat 200 calories a day because that's not normal. That is just abnormal in itself. So you're also saying that once you get on these more healthy programs, healthy eating, healthy relationships and so forth, that it becomes easier. It's not something that we have to will and hold together with our sheer force of will, but it just starts to perpetuate itself. What you just hit on is exactly what my message is. It's your lifestyle now. And so you have shifted. It literally is a paradigm shift in your lifestyle so that it becomes your day-to-day. -day. It's natural like brushing your teeth or falling asleep. What you put in your body will become second nature. So absolutely, it is lifestyle that we're really focusing on so that it becomes easy. And you're not thinking you're in some kind of regimen, some kind of a program, because that becomes unnatural then. And usually when something's unnatural, people will quit and they'll stop and they'll look for the next program. And I say, this is just your opportunity to make a small shift, enjoy it, and realize that you can go through this threshold and feel so much better. That's great. I want to thank you so much for being part of the New Dimensions Cafe today. Thank you for having me, Justine. I really enjoyed myself. I've been speaking with Dr. Roberto Tostado, and he is the author of WTF, What the Food is Wrong with Our Health, a Rebel Physician's Manifesto for Reversing Disease and Increasing Smiles. And if you want to know more about his work, you can go to his website, theibody.com, and that's spelled V-T-H-E, letter I, body, theibody.com. Or you can get there through the New Dimensions website, newdimensions.org. I'm Justine Willis-Toms. I want to thank you for joining us on the New Dimensions Cafe, and I invite you, please, to join us again. You've been listening to the New Dimensions Cafe. This series of shorter interviews features many of the remarkable guests also featured on our internationally syndicated one-hour New Dimensions radio series. To access more than a 1,000 hours of programs, to subscribe to our newsletters, or to become a member, please visit us at newdimensions.org.
New Dimensions Radio has been making a difference on our planet since 1973, thanks to the generosity of our listeners. You too can help make a difference with a tax-deductible donation or membership. Please visit our website, newdimensions.org, and just click the Donate button. We at New Dimensions thank you for your support.